So welcome to our podcast, How to Stay Married So Far, and welcome to YouTube, Nadja and Sawala and Family channel, if you're watching us. Um, if you are watching us, please subscribe and hit the notification bell. And if you're listening to us on podcast, we'd love a little like, just because they give us a little frisson of excitement, because we like to be liked. Every, everyone likes to be liked. It's nice to be liked. It's nice to be liked. It's nice to be nice. I like a thumbs up. Like a thumbs Don't up. like a thumbs down. So um, today's podcast is off the back of a ferocious row that we had this afternoon. So we were sitting here thinking, well, what should we make the podcast about? And we decided that maybe we should talk about the benefits of a very good argument. So what are you saying? Should a row, is a row a cathartic thing? Not always, but sometimes. Why, what are you saying? Well, I'm not saying anything. I mean, I, I think I... Why are you I, saying I, anything? That could well, be a problem. Well, I, no, I mean, insofar as I'm not saying anything about whether a row is a good thing or a bad thing. I don't know if a well, row is... That's going to be annoying. What's well, sort of offence you on? I How think... is going to be dull? <laughs> <laughs> I think it totally depends on the row. Yeah, well, of course. That's I mean... Exactly. Are you just going to copy whatever I say? Why are you so short? I don't know. What are you sitting But I don't on? look short, because... Your camera's in the same place. Yeah, I'm in the right, right angle. Anyway, so... Yeah, no, it was a horrendous row. It was a really, it was a really difficult row. It was um, one of those rows where a lot of home truths were said. It was funny because and we were in the house and we were okay and we said, let's go out and get coffee. Yeah, because we were... So to just get out of the house, we were stressed, we had a lot yeah. of work on, da, da, da. So we pulled into the uh, supermarket car park and as we pulled in, we were God, we went from having a normal conversation to a full-on screaming And quite round. literally an hour and a half later, we then left the car park. An hour and a half? An hour and a half. Well, I was looking at the clock because you can only stay there for two hours without getting a ticket. I was a bit worried. Oh my God. That's why I wrapped it up so quickly and said sorry. Because you were worrying about the car park. I was worried about getting a parking ticket. There you go, girls. No, I wasn't. When I had to get, to no, get on no, we, had, we had half an hour to spare. And it was so funny because then when we finished, Mark went, it was a serious round. This isn't like, yeah. This... Should we go and get coffee? I went, oh, well, let's just get a takeaway. And then we drove and we realised we'd missed the bloody turning. And so we came home, walked so straight people... in and made a coffee. And everyone was like, didn't you go out for a coffee? Yeah, yeah, but we wanted another one. I mean, if I was listening to this podcast, the first question I'd ask is, what was the row about? Because, yes, I mean, rows can function as... Well, here's the thing. Suffice it to say that Nadia pulled me up not in a schoolmistressy way, but I was having a moan about something to do with, you know, schooling and parenting and what have you. And, uh, and I don't want to go into the finer details because I don't want to talk too much about the girls in that regard. But, um, and I'd kind of come at it from a perspective of sounding like, and I didn't mean it to sound like that, like I was sort of holding you responsible for a part of it. And out of that, I'm just trying to put some meat on the bones. Why don't I think you just say that I'm just so disorganised? Why don't you just say what you well, said? Well, it was around being organised and disorganised. Oh, well, that's true. In fact, OK, so the argument without... The, I've now run the risk of it happening again, is, was that I, I, I was trying to mount a defence to say that I wasn't always as disorganised as I've become subsequent to being married to Nadia. And Nadia went pretty sort of, you know, like a, like a shit off a shovel. <laughs> Batshit crazy. 
And, uh, and well, this is very good, isn't it? So you said something really reasonable. No, just about it wasn't reasonable. No, it wasn't reasonable. And then no, I went you asked me crazy. to actually. You should have just left me to roll with how I was describing it. Because yeah, but where you were I picking around, it I wasn't too picking much. around it. I'm just being diplomatic about the girls. I don't. Well, wanna... Don't measure the girls. Just say about the organisation. What organisation? <laughs> oh, I see. I thought you meant like an organisation, like an institution. I was thinking, what, what Apple? Ooh, Google? Oh, organisation. You no, said you used to be organised before. Well, we yeah, so we were having a huge row about that, and I inferred and suggested that most of the responsibility <laughs> sat with Nadia. And I realised after Nadia, in no uncertain terms, clarified the ways in which I make her feel she's this, she's that, over time, I felt really bad. I felt really bad. I felt like I'd made you feel silly, stupid. <laughs> Thick, unsupported, all these things. And as I was hearing these, because this is what happens in an argument. It's like, it's like you go, it's like on the stock market, let me just use an analogy, on the stock market, when the head of a company needs to get bad news out, they'll throw all the bad news out so the stock price plummets. Because they don't want it to go lower. They want to find a bottom, so that that's your rock bottom of your stock price. What one lady did was equivalent to a CEO of a major FTSE index saying, this is all of it. So... That's what happens over an in hour a, and a half. Over an hour and a half. But that's what happens. Yeah, park. that's what happens in a row between us. Is that Nadia tends to go bring everything in. That it's called a kitchen sink news break. You know, she throws all of, all of it in. I'm sat there thinking, what the hell? Hang on a minute. This was about one word about one thing, and suddenly it's about. Because nothing is ever about one thing, is it? Well, of course it Where isn't. Blow, I'm not a moron. Because we were arguing for about twenty minutes just about the organisational thing. Yeah. And then. We, we got, oh God, there's someone at the door. Go on, carry on. You can wait with us because we never edit our podcasts. So I'm going to keep on talking to you. Is it Amazon? We should do a whole podcast on how much stuff Mark orders from Amazon. This is for you, actually. Oh, good. It's yeah. a present. Okay. So I just said we never we never edit anything, so we're going to just carry on. So there you go. So Sorry about that. We twenty minutes in, we were like, I said, what the hell are we arguing about? And we couldn't remember, and we had gone deep into the semantics of who was organised and who wasn't organised, yeah. and why you were organised and who was organised more before we got. And it was just like, oh my god, let's just bloody stop. And then you went off on one completely, and I sat there for about ten minutes. I didn't what, say a word because I just couldn't be asked. Well, yeah, and then I did the whole kitchen sink. Everything. Right. Cupboard, dishwasher, everything. Yes. Down. Okay, so we're not, are we going to have the argument again? No, no, no. I don't feel right. like arguing. So what, what, so what are we talking about? Well, we're just saying that, I mean, it could have ended in a murder. It could have ended in a broken car. It could have ended in well, divorce. Some of the things you ended up saying, it could have ended certainly in divorce. But, but, it, but what it ended up in is we came back, oh, I feel, oh, I feel much better now. Yeah, it cleared the air. Cleared the air. Yeah. And I really, I mean, I hate arguing. And I wish we were the sort of couple that just sit down and discuss stuff. And we've tried so hard. We've had multiple um, uh, couples counsellors. We've done a lot of therapy. We've done all of that. We are never going to be the sort of people that just say, let's sit down and talk about it. We've improved massively. And on some things we can do that. But I think we'll always be the kind of couple that every so often will have the most massive humdinger of but a row. But see, that's such a shame because when I hear that, because I can feel when the humdinger of a row is, is looming. It's like it's like that time of the month. That, oh you know. my God, don't don't make me now. Don't. Just, just don't. Don't make you what? 
I don't understand what I've just made you do. For anyone who's listening to this on iTunes, you, will, you won't have seen when I went to the front door there that I'm wearing high heels and stockings. <laughs> so it might make you want to come over to the YouTube channel. Um, <laughs> it might, might not. Uh, no, I, I, well, here's the thing. I think one of the things that you do in a row that makes the rows... See, yes, I do think a row can clear the air, but I think sometimes our rows run the risk of making, causing irreparable damage. That's Fundamental because until structural I go to damage. DEFCON, what is it, 50? DEFCON 3 normally. Oh, DEFCON you do go, 3. You go, I think I you go, take it to DEFCON 3. unless 50. I go to DEFCON 3, you will not listen. It's you like say a wall that. of iron. You say that, but and you never try I, the alternative route. And, oh, I don't you do not. You do not. You have never tried reasonable. You have never tried reasonable. I don't think we're going to call this podcast How to Have a Row. That's I you. think we're calling this podcast How a Row Can Help Clear the Air. Yeah, no, we are talking about that. And I'm talking about how many of our rows... <laughs> how We've many... now got the... Everyone's being very calm. And got the Donald Trump hand movement. I'm Do talking I'm about that. I'm talking, I'm talking about the fact... I've got to build a wall. <laughs> going to build a wall. Gonna build, it's a bigly wall. Bigger wall. Build a big, we need to build a bigly wall to sort Maybe out. Maybe we need a bigly wall. We need a fucking enormous wall. We need a bigly, bigly wall. Um, Maybe we need. Wouldn't it be good to have an argument wall where you just go and stand either side of it and just have to stop and think and wonder why? Why do we never just walk away from a row? Why do we always. Why do, why do we just. Because we've always reached a point of hate. I never forget when James said to me. Very close to our wedding, he said, but you're both Scorpios. What are you going to do? Just sit around singing each other with your tails. It's not a good match. It's not a good marriage match. Do we are not a good marriage match. Will two match. Scorpios survive? On paper, we are a disaster. Right. Okay. You would never marry off two Scorpios. Yeah, but you'd be a moron if you sat there because and did it by astrology, wouldn't you? And then the other will poison. No, but... Okay, we're just using it, but we are both people that go to DEFCON... 50, in your case. 50. DEFCON 3 in, in yeah. World War 3 case. Yeah, yeah. You but know. here's the thing, but going back to the point, does a row clear the air? Well, it, I think what clears the air for, for you doesn't clear the air for me. I walk away from a row that clears the air for you thinking fundamentally awful things about my character coming out of it. Sometimes, like today, thinking, rethinking, fundamentally habitual behaviour that I'm doing wrong. And I, I sit and I think about it. I've come over to you many times afterwards. And I have said, and I mean it, oh, you know, I'm really sorry. I've thought about what you said, blah, blah, blah. But I do think there have been many occasions where I could really have done without the row. I could have done without the absolute character assassination that comes from the row that leaves me actually in a worse condition than I was going into it. But for me, you will never, like, what I, what happens to us for ages before we have a row is there's this eggshell thing, eggshell thing, eggshell thing, and you're, like, impossible to get to, and, and you're projecting, and you're going, oh, you're thinking da-da-da, and you're thinking da-da-da, and you're defensive, and you're paranoid, and you're chippy, and you're all these things, and it just builds, and it builds, and it builds, and you're not approachable. So it just reminded me of a moment when I was going to the cinema with Maddie, and Maddie said, what were you like when you were drinking, Dad? And I said, because she, she has no memory, thankfully, and I said, well, you know, you used to... I'd be fine that night, but you used to have the effect of making me sort of strange. I'd, I'd isolate, I'd become paranoid, I'd be shifty, I'd think that everyone was against me. I, I'd just feel like I was at the bottom of a hole, and she just paused the street in Brixton, and she went, that sounds like you every day. 
was like, oh shit. Well, I said, yeah, okay. Just, the difference a more is now you're not pissed as well. Well, exactly. I said, just think of it as a more amplified version. But you just, just that's how you just, well, I don't think you've ever tried the halfway house. You have no, never. No, I am not you having have that. Never I tried have it. many times. You said would you never are, sit down at I the table to and say, you. "No, you haven't." Can I just say something without going mad? You go, "Oh God, what are you going to say?" Oh no, no, what are you going to say? Don't I? Ringing a bell? Wait, no, because you oh, never sit me down oh. calmly. You sit down at the table and you go, "Right." You never start it. Calmly. I say, "Can I be honest?" As soon and you always go, "No." That's not true. Mark. That's not true. You hate nothing more than me being honest. No, no. I don't like the fact that you build all your honesty into one great big curveball of honest, well, honest, honest decimation. What is a marriage? Every and you two hurt. minutes saying what's upsetting you. Well, marriage well, is about trying to get past it. Oh, maybe this is just today. Maybe this is just this week. Maybe it's just the weekend. And then before you know it, it's a week or it's two weeks. And then it's built, it's built, it's built. I'm not just talking about me. It'll be the same for you as well when I'm pissing you off. Because otherwise you're in a sort of marriage where every day you're having an argument. But or you're a very discussion. black and white in your analysis of everything. So you might say, can I sit down and be honest with you? You'll be honest with me. I'll mount any kind of sort of comeback or defense or whatever. But you're never happy unless we've had a row. No, I, it doesn't I hate you. the fact that you say that. You, the most common line you deliver in an argument that drives me to absolute drink, destruction and despair is when you go, right, you've got it. You want, I'm like, no, I do not want this. I want a rational conversation. No, you don't because you yes, start I do. I do we not start content. screaming. You oh, are the screamer. Nice you walk people. out of that door. See that door over there? I, it would start, she'd just be gone. So I have to raise my voice. This isn't nice for people. <sighs> I literally feel like the coronary, the, the arteries of my heart. What is the point of this podcast? What are well, we you started it. I don't think we've given anybody anything. So does do an argument clear the air? It can do. I'll go back to my initial response right at the beginning. It can do. And did the, argu the argument today did. That's the bizarre thing. Well, obviously it didn't. Obviously you're very annoyed. No, 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 no. I'm not annoyed about the specifics of that, but it's just I'm having sort of really horrible flashbacks to ones that I didn't enjoy or didn't clear the air. <laughs> I can think of many arguments where I was left a festering pool of... Well, you ...self-loathing. But I do feel, and I don't know if any of our listeners and subscribers feel the same, that sometimes, unless I am screaming like a roar of fire into your face, you don't hear me. I go back to saying you've never tried any other route. That's not true. It is true. It true. is true. Oh. I don't want to have this row again. But, you know, <laughs> what can I say? What can I say? Do men and women argue differently? We've done, a, we've done a whole podcast about the art of rowing. A lot of people thought that that podcast was about the art of rowing. <laughs> so I think they were a bit disappointed. Did it get many views? They were a bit disappointed <laughs> when they got to us and I didn't have oars. And I like, okay, that's what we need to do. Is that, I mean, do I they, think people argue differently. I don't think it's gender Did your mum and dad argue a lot when you were a I kid? Think so what was your background in arguing? What was your experience Well, my dad would, if they did have an argument, my dad would go bonkers probably. Yeah. But not often. No. See, my, my, my dad would have like a sudden fit of temper. Mm. Which had <laughs> built up over time. I don't know. But do you, do you, do you don't have a, your sense of a relationship was that it wasn't one of the ebb and flow of a row. And see, my memory of my mum's many, many different relationships was that they were littered with row. Rowing was the, and I, I mean, I have, I can have my mum's temper. My mum's temper used to frighten me. And I hate that in myself, that I can have that in myself. But I have a much longer fuse on it than she has. I mean, her fuse, would, it would fly like every nanosecond. And, and that left me feeling very jangly and very nervous. So that, 
And that, when you say in a row, this is what you, I genuinely don't want the row. That's not to say when a row has got to a certain point. There's a tipping point in all rows. And I know when it happens with you, where you, your eyes are kind of doing it now, they go, there's a blank expression like a great white shark kicks in. And really, you know when no, a great... that's, that's when, when I've been pushed too far. Have you been pushed too far now? Is that why you're looking at me like that now? No. Oh, right. Oh, you just wanted an orange. Yeah, so, you know, I do think there's a tipping point in an argument. And I think that the, the disconcerting thing with you is... I. I sometimes don't know when that tipping point's coming. Sometimes the tipping point's happened before I've even found my feet in the argument. Mm. Well, I don't know what to say about that. I mean, there were a couple of times in your menopause where I actually remember standing in doorways in central London thinking, oh my God, I literally, I literally don't know what to do because she's, she's gone mad. Yeah. She's no, gone mad. Know. She's literally gone mad. And I do have moments, and I don't know if this is a problem for other men of my age or men with uh, women of your age, is that I don't know whether sometimes, when an irrationality creeps in, you could stand there and justify your point of view in every route all the time, if you want to, because you're having the feeling. And because you, by and large... Yeah, but because you, by and large, come out of a route with me kind of going, all right, granted, that's that, you think you're right most of the time. I would say. I'm not saying that in a <coughs> pernicious way. I, 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 I mean, I'm, the thing is, you do, you don't ever hear me when I say... 50-50, 50-50, because there's lots when I am saying, I'm saying, we're both doing this, we've both got to put ourselves on this, we're both behaving like this, we're both, but you never hear that, because you're very paranoid, so you only ever hear everything as a dart. And with our argument today, over and over again, I did say, but you choose which bits to hear, you're not doing this with bad intention, you're just doing it and you're not realising um, it. But that, that, that. Sometimes that's right, but there are other times you're going to say that, and it's not. You're not always well, going to be right. About? I don't know. I'm just saying. Some, Why are you but sometimes about? you can be so certain of something, and you're certain you would never stop in a row and sort of go, "Maybe I've got this completely wrong." No, I would, but I wouldn't admit it. <laughs> it's not <laughs> there have been many times I can tell you empirically and scientifically proven you've got it wrong, and how? And then I feel like I'm in a madhouse. Then I feel like I've entered the land of, of just. But I think we were talking more generally about rowing. I think we've gone a bit too into the details. Well, yeah, but we're talking for ages, twenty minutes about this stuff. So you know, we've just spoken. To, people want details. People are interested in details. That's what they are say. You? They well, I see comments with people saying we want more details, and I think, oh my god, I don't want to give any more details. It's, it must be horrible for them. Well, I think, in conclusion, I think there are some rows that are needed to, to that need to be had. Sometimes the Obviously, the preferred route is not to scream and shout and say terrible things to each other. I get that. And I do, I do admit that I go much further than you in being, you know, with the brutality. I feel like and I don't like it when I do that. But it is healthy as well because, you know, I, get, I do have very extreme thinking. Yeah. It's better for me to just say it. But is it? I don't yeah. know if it is. I wish you some. For example, this will happen sometimes where you'll say, Don't raise your voice. I haven't raised my voice yet, but you're screaming blue murder. But yeah, if I then meet you with a slightly raised voice, you're like, Don't raise your voice. Like, Hang on a minute, you've taken this to DEFCON 50. And now I'm at DEFCON 50, you all suddenly want to get to take it down to DEFCON 50. You do that thing of going, oh, no, 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 can't. Oh, no, this is boring. Yeah, but that's just, oh, no, this that's is just boring. what people do in arguments. Yeah, well, you're effing annoying in arguments. You're There's no rationale. Now. I feel like a right pair. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I don't know. Yeah, I do think they can clear the air, but more often than not, when we get into a row, I always worry that this is it. Yeah. 
He always thinks this is the end of our the marriage. He always says to me, are we getting divorced? Yeah. You know what? We love reading your comments below. So leave us your comments. Tell us, you know, what, what sort of things, what sort of things in your marriage or your relationship get you to that point that Mark and I got to where you could spend an hour and a half in a car park screaming and shouting at each other? And how do you resolve it? And do you, does one of you always feel that the other is always the winner? And I'll tell you what, leave some comments about good rows and bad rows and when rows do clear the air and how rows don't clear the air. And we'll do a read out the comments yeah. on, on those. Because I genuinely, you know, when, when I, I, I always feel like, I always feel slightly like I've been kind of mugged or surprised when a row happens. And that's all I mean. I just sometimes wish that they're, okay, you're saying that you feel that you do, you do try to sit down and go, can I be brutal? Well, okay, maybe even saying, can I be brutally honest is a bit too much. Maybe just sit well, down and go. Well, actually, what I say to you is, can I just say something? You always say no. I don't always say You say, say no, 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 what is it? It's all gonna be awful. Oh, okay, all right. Well, on that note, leave your note and we'll reply. Thank you very much. Nah! <laughs> Probably got a ticket in that car park now. <laughs>